With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I'm Austin Ward, joined by Spencer Holbrook and Jeremy Birmingham. It's back. Your favorite segment on Letterman Row, the craziest off-the-rails segment that we do all year. Um, it comes on Friday mornings, it comes before a game, and there is a scrimmage in the horseshoe on Saturday at noon. So it's time for bold predictions. They are back. Mine will obviously be the best. I always win, as Berm can attest. Um, and I've got some good ones cooked up today. But, guys, they made it. 15 workouts. The Buckeyes got the spring in they wanted. We're going to get to see some version of football on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how much of it. As Ryan Day said earlier this week, he doesn't exactly know the plan or didn't know the plan of exactly how they were going to handle the game situations, how much of that we were going to see, how much of it's just going to be like, you know, you know, moving guys from station to station. So uh, I, he said, we'll see probably at least a half of, of real football type games. So I'm excited. And, and I have uh, obviously uh, crafted some, some bold predictions that will be 100% correct. My predictions are bold. And that's all I will say. I'm going to leave it at that. Berm covered what the scrimmage will look like. My predictions are going to be more bold than yours. Wow. wow. Really going yeah. out on a limb today. I guess Spencer, we're going to see Jeremy yes. Ruckert at fullback. Nice. <laughs> Spencer, tell us, and you, you start. What's, what's, the first, what's the first and boldest? Uh, Emeka Ibuka will catch two touchdown passes in this seven-on-seven seven atmosphere because I think – Ohio State will throw the ball a lot. I don't think there's going to be a lot of action in the trenches. I don't think there's going to be a lot of tackling. And I think it's going to be pretty fun. So I think you're going to uh, see Ohio State get the ball to the freshman. I think he's going to show some five-star ability. And uh, that is probably the least bold of my predictions, but it is a bold prediction. You were immediately instructed to give the boldest prediction first. And you and now you say you went with the most milk toast of your choices. This is this I is mean, Calvin. Been- this is you we can tell that it's been four months sleep. since we got to do any bold predictions, and we are clearly in spring camp form. Okay, here's the deal. Number one, you know Chris Olave is going to play like one rep. Garrett Wilson is going to play like one rep. Julian Fleming still dealing with some injury. You don't know how much he's going to be out there. Going with a receiver is going to catch touchdowns isn't exactly bold in any way, shape, and or form. But here's <laughs> one. Jack Sawyer will have three sacks. One, two, three sacks uh, in the limited spring game format that we're seeing. Because, as I just said about Spencer, but mine is correct and more bold, the Buckeyes aren't going to play their veteran defensive linemen, and they are going to be passing a lot, and the offensive tackles are going to be, you know, guys that aren't playing much because we're not going to see Thayer Munford or Nick Petit Frere really against Jack Sawyer. And any backup tackle Ohio State has is not going to be able to handle Jack Sawyer. Therefore, one, two, three sacks for Jack Sawyer. It could be more. It could be four or five. I don't know. But he's going to be at least three. It's uh, the, uh, the sack statistic in a spring game can often be uh, a little misleading. I think there was one uh, maybe, uh, which was it, six or seven years ago, Berm, where I think Adolphus Washington and Noah Spence, and uh, I don't even – I think they racked up like eight sacks between the two of them. Because was that, Joe, had, Burrow's, was that Joe Burrow's first spring game? <laughs> you know, it was, 
and I don't even I think that that was uh, JT Barrett's first of 10 maybe but um, they're so easy to get in this game but also they're really good players doing it like they're not that misleading for Ohio State's defensive ends because they're capable of doing that in games um, a Dewan Jones Jack Sawyer matchup sign me up to see how that uh, goes on Saturday if we get that late in the game uh, I'm sure that we will um, I think that with all these footballs that are in the air, with the young quarterbacks, with trying to establish some con continuity and chemistry and learn the offense, I think there's a chance that even as depleted as the secondary is, that they've got a chance to make a few plays. And I think there will be four interceptions uh, thrown and snagged by the Ohio State secondary. I'm not sure exactly yet. Uh, maybe as we go along throughout this show, I'll figure out who throws which ones and who, who picks them off. But I'm going to start right there that there's going to be turnovers in this game. And I would advise everyone not to panic either way, either going overboard for the secondary or worrying about the quarterbacks because it won't ultimately matter. Yeah. I mean, I think the boldest prediction I can make is that people are going to overreact to whatever we see on Saturday, but um, that's the least bold predict. Yeah. But this is opposite day. And oh. I, did I not start the show with that? I apologize. No. Yeah. Today's opposite day. So uh, Spencer's predictions are all going to be right. Oh, what's your my, what's your, my what's your second one, prediction? Spencer? My yeah. second prediction actually kind of goes along with Austin's, um, and it's going to make everyone overreact. Kyle McCord is the only quarterback who will not throw an interception, and I think that's going to send the entire offseason into a what does this mean for you know we all overreacted. I think somebody on the show overreacted to Justin Fields' spring game a couple years ago, and uh, and. Uh, so I think everybody will overreact to that, but I think Kyle McCord's going to look good. I think he's going to be uh, pretty sharp. He, he needs to be sharp, I think. Uh, but I think he's going to be the only quarterback that's not going to throw an interception. It's going to send a lot of people into a thought mode. I want to be very clear. This is now the second time this week that there's been this myth propagated that I overreacted to Justin Fields going 4-13 in the spring game two years ago. And I never said peep about Justin Fields in the spring game four years ago, except the people did, did not pay attention to it. So I'm not sure why we're now just deciding to spread this myth, but uh, that's because it brings some more drama to the show. Okay. But uh, I want to make sure people out there in La La Land understand that that's, this is just pure fabricated made up garbage. I, I never once said a word about Justin Fields in his 4-13 spring game performance. In fact, I think I've said Justin Fields 4-13 spring game performance more this week than I ever said it before because it was not important at all. And um, that's my next bold prediction, that whatever happens at quarterback in the spring game is not important at all because the Buckeyes are going to have to take this battle into August and that's where the Buckeyes are going to really figure out who the starting quarterback is. And you're going to see three quarterbacks rotated in and out, put into various situations that are going to be designed to make them uncomfortable, designed to make them make mistakes, because that's what the Buckeyes want to see is who is going to bounce back from mistakes the best. Um, and I, I think that the, the thing you should not do is look at how the quarterbacks play on Saturday as an indicator or some sort of barometer of, of what's happening next. That's that's next bold prediction. Quarterback play doesn't really matter. Yeah, I think, you know, for for a lot of people, for I mean, for 20,000 fans, for anybody watching on TV, this will really be the first time that they get to see, you know, the mechanics, you know, the the athleticism of C.J. Stroud, Jack Miller, Kyle McCord. And if you want to take something from that, um, I mean, certainly you can. 
I don't think statistically what you're saying, Berm, these games don't generally matter that much. If somebody somebody went 20 for 20 with, you know, five interceptions, you know, I, I don't think that we're going to sit there on Saturday and say that doesn't matter. Well, that's matter. impossible. Yeah. I mean, uh, that questions. one I would say, that one I would say <laughs> does matter because that, that is actually impossible. So if that's, one of these quarterbacks was able to do the impossible on Saturday, I would actually think that at that point we should pay attention. Yeah, maybe I should sit out the rest of the show after making that error. I've, I've clearly not covered a football game in long enough if I don't know the difference between those two. Uh, I thought I was making a good point, but then I completely undermined it. So we'll just No, you're along. absolutely right. There's a very good chance C.J. Stroud hits a three-pointer at the buzzer to win this game. <laughs> Without question. Yeah, that'll be a real grand slam. Um, I think the other part of this is that in these spring games, as much as they throw, you can get some sneaky rushing touchdowns in there because they're still trying to run some semblance of a normal offense, get down there in, in the red zone area. I've seen it happen a time or two. And the guy who might polish off one of those runs in the red zone and maybe break one in a different scenario is Travion Henderson. I think he's going to score twice on Saturday. And even with it just being thudding, not real tackling, uh, his athleticism, like what I was trying to say about the quarterbacks, will be noticeable to everybody. I think he is someone who will leave this spring game having wowed 20,000 people there and everyone watching on BTN and there will be a lot of off-season talk about how he could now be uh, considered a legitimate threat to win the starting job you have already been saying that for a while now Burn, but I think after you know 15 practices in the spring for him that's starting to become a real thing inside the Woody you don't know because it's been so long since he played uh, he, he can train and do all those physical things and get ready but he hadn't played football in so long you know, this isn't a real football game either. What he did last Saturday in the scrimmage will carry more weight, but this is a, a, a the spotlight will be on him in a couple of circumstances. And I think statistically he'll, he'll leave with one of the better running game uh, outings, even though that also doesn't matter a whole, a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. I agree. Yeah, I, think, I think it's interesting. Go ahead. That Spencer should talk. Go ahead. I think that's what I think. I was going to say, I think Spencer should talk. Oh, well, I mean, you guys have both been able to, to watch a couple practices and, and see these guys make some cuts and, and figure out who, you know, is taking a lead in this running back room. I'm excited to see, you know, what Mayan Williams looks like. I mean, you want to see Marcus Crowley and how he's cutting and his ability after, you know, he still wasn't confident after that injury last year. And then Trayvon Henderson getting on the field. It's going to be controlled. They're probably not going to tackle. But at the same time, you can take some things away from these spring games, you know, just being in game settings and seeing these guys run and the way they attack you know, the line of scrimmage and things. I, I think I am excited to see how Travion Henderson looks in some game action because he's had a couple scrimmages. And I know last week's scrimmage was probably a little more intense than this week's scrimmage will be. But I do think that you can take a little bit away from just the way he runs in these controlled settings just to get a feel for what he's going to look like in preseason camp in August. Go ahead, Burma. The, the Buckeyes have had 15 practices. We have been witness to 15 individual workout periods in that entire time of like three minutes a piece. I don't think in any one of those instances, we've actually seen what Travion Henderson or Evan Pryor or Mayan Williams or those guys can do at full speed. Everything is, you know, about instruction and running through drills that are sort of irrelevant. Uh, I hope that we get to see Travion Henderson turn on the jets at some point and actually see him go hundred percent because I don't think that this spring is as good for him um, it, you know, for people to see what he can do, unless he's able to do that. If it's just, you know, running off tackle and blowing a whistle the minute you get touched, I don't think it's really going to show exactly what these kids are capable of. But, um, you know, I think my next bold prediction is going back to Austin's first one that 
Denzel Burke, who has had a, a very good spring for Ohio State, I think he's a player that is going to flash on Saturday. And I think he's going to have two of the interceptions on the day, and he's going to return one for a touchdown. And people are going to start to talk about Denzel Burke as a as a real dude uh, in the secondary. And um, that that's my next prediction. Bold. Super bold. Pick six. That is bold. Spencer, what do you got? Uh, my next one is not really like a somebody making a play or anything. I just think Cody Simon's going to look like the most athletic defender on the field. And I know that's saying something because there's a lot of guys in that secondary who are super athletic. I'm really excited to see what Cody Simon can do. I've been high on him. I think he was my overall bold prediction for the spring. He was part of it, at least with Mitchell Melton. And now that Mitchell Melton's out, I just feel like Cody Simon's making a huge leap in this linebacker room. I think he's going to make a statement. I don't really know how you're going to see it, but I think he's just going to make a couple plays here or there that you're going to walk away from the spring game saying he's the most athletic linebacker in the room. He can really make a statement in this, in this. Oh my gosh. This is me looking for Spencer's bold prediction. Is that it? I don't see it anywhere. Uh, has anyone seen a bold prediction from Spencer in this? Was he saving? Was he saving it for last? I know that in this particular episode, I don't have a lot of room to talk, but I, he doesn't even know how his bold prediction could be yeah. made true. Oh, this well, linebacker guy's going to show up. He's going to be a linebacker for sure. Come on. I was, I, I'm just waiting the for people Austin expect to say, more, Spencer. The people expect more wait, from us. I'm just waiting for Austin to say anything else, guys, and then I'm going to really throw one at you. So. Oh. Oh, Give wow. the people what they want. Austin, what's your final bold prediction? Spoiler alert. Uh, and I guess I can't say that Garrett Wilson is going to return a punt for a touchdown on this one because uh, they probably will not go live. So I'll have to leave one of my normal standbys on the shelf. Uh, I think I wrote about him on Wednesday for someone who could steal the show. And Cade Stover, um, I think he's going to score two touchdowns on Saturday because another guy that doesn't need to play a single rep, um, maybe beyond the first drive, Jeremy Ruckert. Uh, everybody knows what he can do. Uh, and then Ohio State's rules, you know, still trying to figure out how exactly it will work with that second spot. I know that Kate has dealt with a little bit of uh, injury and illness throughout spring. So I'm assuming that, you know, what, based on what we've seen recently, he's back to full speed and, and we'll be able to go on Saturday. If not, you can disregard the last couple of minutes of this, but um, you, you've got it. They're going to throw it to the tight ends. I, I truly believe that. If nothing else, you just, you know, throw throw a bone into the summer to keep the, everybody happy and talking about that position like we always do. Um, but those those passes have to go somewhere. They won't go to Rucker. Uh, you know, Joe Royer's got a chance to maybe catch a ball or two in this game. Sam Hart's done firm some some good things that you've talked about him and maybe getting his black stripe off soon for his work. Uh, but Cade Stover, he is a really, really interesting prospect at that position. He's made that uh, a home, doesn't need to move again. I think that he's got a chance to really take off. So a couple touchdowns for Kate Stover, a couple for Travion Henderson and four interceptions that will sum it up for my bold predictions. Anything else, Spencer? You know, I was trying to be nice and give Jeremy enough time and enough opportunity to mention this. And I cannot believe he's not using this as a springboard to, to beat the drum for one of his guys. Cam Martinez is going to have three pass breakups. He's going to have two interceptions. He, he might score a touchdown, Ooh. but three pass breakups and two interceptions. And Berm didn't mention him once. This is his job. He's done with Cam. This is isn't a bold prediction to me. That's expected. <laughs> Well, you for in that case, you asked for bold. That's what I'm expecting of Cam Martinez. I expect that Cam will will flash and, and show out what he can do. 
I also expect that I'm going to be very disappointed if G Scott isn't healthy enough to get reps at tight end because I really want to see him there in live situations. Uh, for exactly what Austin said, you're not going to see any Jeremy Ruckert out there beyond maybe one series. And so to me, it's an opportunity to see what G Scott can do in a new role. And I think that after you watch what Kyle Pitts did at Florida a year ago, a receiver like G Scott moving to tight end, if he can allow himself to get to that 230, 240 pounds, I think he can be a, a real, real problem uh, at that spot. So I hope he gets a chance to go. Um, my final. He probably, he probably won't. The last two open viewing periods. Don't. He's not participate. Don't pee in my cornflakes. I just. I just am trying to make sure that we've got this clear. We've had this situation arise before. I uh, want to see him. So, G, okay. if you're listening, get out there, buddy. Give it a go. For me, what do you say? Um, last bold prediction is that Ohio State will punt a lot, and people are going to be really happy with what Jesse Murko can do uh, as far as his 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 sidewinding work, his his little <laughs> spinoramas, his, his ability to put the ball inside the five. Because hey, for the first time in forever, uh, we should write a song called that. For the first time in forever, is that from a Disney show? Yeah, that's called Frozen. Okay, we can't play that song on the show because of copyright violations. But at this moment, folks, if you're out there listening. Imagine that gently playing behind us as we walk away from this episode of Bold Predictions. Because for the first time in forever, we're going to watch a football game at Ohio Stadium. All of us are going to be there. I'm going to be on the field. It's going to be magical. Are you trying to distract from the fact that you just made a spring game? For the first time in forever. I don't know the melody to that song at all. So um, I'm sure that was You seem to. You seem to. Here's the thing about this show. I'm just going to keep talking until we just fade to black here. Uh, Are you going to talk about the kick more about the kicking game or more about? No, 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 no. The punter, not the kicking game, the punting game. I know all there is to know about the punting game. That's another song I know about. Um, I don't know. I just, you know, we don't have to keep going. We can end the show. I'm just Um, really happy that we're going to get to see football guys and bold prediction number 18 is that people are going to just have a good time on Saturday. You know, (laughs) that's the important thing is that people are just going to be in the stadium and they're going to be happy and there's going to be smiling faces. You'll see recruits in the stands and people will be like, Oh, how those recruits get there. But then they were just like there with their high school coaches. It'll be cool. You know, I'm just, I'm just glad it's back. By the time you're done talking, the spring game will have started. It will be noon on Saturday. I can't wait to all day long. I, I'm going to let Berm handle all of the song lyrics and poems about how happy I am to be there. Uh, Spencer Holbrook and I will have full coverage up in the press box. Berm will be on the field bringing that heat with the camera. And then we'll talk about it and see how many bold predictions we got right on Saturday afternoon. Hope to see you there. I am Austin Ward. That's Spencer Holbrook and Jeremy Birmingham. This has been another strange episode of Bold Predictions. I will try and make sure that I get touchdowns and interceptions correct when I edit this uh, and all of my work moving forward. You can find full coverage of the Buckeyes at LettermanRow.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 